This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program, also television program. Those that are watching or listening on social media or shortwave, welcome. I have in the studio today, apostolic leader, Dennis Moore out of Dallas. Dennis, welcome back to the Warning Program. Thank you, Dr. Hanson. Great to be here. What's the name of your ministry, Dennis? Vision International Support Ministries. Now, Dennis Moore and myself, as well as his wife, Maria, we have been doing programs for the last two weeks, both on radio and television, as well as my chapel at World Ministries International, where I have a service for our staff and their families. We've done some great programs. Now, Dennis, you and I have talked about, I've been in the Dallas area. We're both concerned over the situation in America today. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, we've been very much involved in prayer for America. We've been involved in D.C. We are developing teams for evangelism because we do believe in the Third Great Awakening. And so we're gearing up for what we believe the Lord is showing us to do. You know, we are basically facing a crisis in America, I believe a constitutional crisis. We're not going to go deep into that. I've done it before. If you haven't heard my programs on the constitutional crisis facing America, go to my website, www.worldministries.org. You can watch programs. You can listen to it. And I'm talking about with people in the know, like people in the House of Representatives, things like this. And so we are facing some serious problems in America. I think you can see that, Dennis. This is a time that I think everyone I've ever talked to is saying it's like the world is upside down. Yes. And it's a time that people just feel uneasy. And we know that there are powers that be that are operating in our country that want to change everything. This is not a time to be asleep. This is a time to be wide awake, both eyes open. Now let's get into the power of the seed. The power of the seed. What do you believe is the power of the seed, Dennis? You know, I believe that God speaks to us in many different ways. He speaks to us through our dreams, through prophecies, through the Word of God. You know, it's unlimited the amount of ways that God can speak to us. But I think sometimes maybe we're not always hearing when He's speaking. And when He does speak, we need to take note. We need to remember It's important for us to have our Sheila moments, those moments where we stop and we ponder on what God is saying. And sometimes we need to write down what the Lord is saying, and we need to let it become part of our spiritual DNA. We need to allow it to become part of our thinking process, part of our meditation, part of our prayer, and we need to 
activate the seed. We need to let the seed become a living seed inside of us. The kingdom is a force. The kingdom is not dead. The kingdom is not silent. The kingdom is a force. And we need to activate the seed. We need to activate the life of the seed so we can be those who are overcoming, those who are moving with the Holy Spirit and declaring and decreeing the will of God into the earth. How would you explain to people right now how to activate the seed? You know, if somebody asked me that question, that's a really good question. I would say, you know, listen, the number one thing for believers is not to talk. The number one thing for believers is to listen. Okay. And if we can learn to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying, and we can learn to assimilate, if you're in a service and there's a powerful word and that word's speaking to your heart, take some notes and meditate on those notes. Don't just say, I went to church two days ago and it was so good, but I can't remember a thing that was said. We need to incorporate the word into our spirits so that we can war with those words. You see, you have to war in this time. We're in a time of war. We're not in a time of peace. And if we're going to war, it's going to be because the word of God is active inside of us, is activated inside of us, so that we can declare what God is declaring, that when things seem so negative, we can speak into that darkness and we can declare the light. You see, the Bible says what the enemies meant for evil, God will turn for good. So when I say to people, I say, don't just focus on the evil, focus on the good, because God says he'll turn the evil to good. And so we want to activate what God is doing. We want to activate the good. That's good. I know a lot of people, like you mentioned, they come out of church. That's a great message. But you ask them in a day or two and they don't know what was said. No, they don't. And I say, I say, how are you going to live in that word? How are you going to activate that word? How is that word to become a part of your weapons of your warfare if you can't remember it? So if you can't remember, then write it down. You know what? Take your pencil, take your pen, take your paper, write those things down, and then go back and look at them and say, Lord, how do you want to apply this into my life? What do I need to activate? What do I need to use? Because, you know, my wife, for example, used to have dreams. And I would think, man, she's a crazy woman. And then six months later, we're warring with those dreams. Yes, yes. It's so important. You know, the soul is will, mind, and emotion. And faith is acting on the Word of God regardless of your emotions. Oh, absolutely. It has nothing to do with the emotions. But that's where the battle is. The battle is in the emotional realm. I had a lady that came up to me after a service about a week ago. And she was practically in tears. And she said, you know, my little girl used to dance for the Lord. My little girl loved Jesus. My little girl loved the Lord. She said, I called her my Jesus girl because she was always celebrating Jesus. And she says now that she's an adult, she's a drug addict. Her life is falling apart. And I said, you know, hon, I said, you got to go up a little higher because you're so shattered by what you're experiencing. I can see it in you. You know, you're just broken by what you're experiencing. But I said, in the Father's presence is the provision for your daughter. In the Father's presence is everything that you need. You see, you've got to activate the seed. You've got to activate those things that God's put into your life. You've got to activate those dreams. You've got to activate those prophetic words. You've got to activate the promises of God in the Word of God. You need to activate so that now you can begin to pull down and tear down the weapons of the enemy because you have something that's alive inside of you and it's a force and it's releasing warfare over your daughter. It's releasing warfare over your family. It's releasing warfare into your community and into your nation. You know, when Peter was told to walk on water, he probably did not feel like it, but he activated it. He obeyed. He got out and he walked on water. 
Joshua, Jericho. I mean, he did what was instructed by the Lord. Moses going to the Red Sea. He could look around and say, this is suicide. But he activated, he obeyed, and the miracle happened. So we've got to activate the word of God. We've got to follow through regardless of how we feel, but we know what God said and we do it. Dennis? Absolutely. You know, that's the key because, you know, what happens is we are given seed and we drop the seed. And a friend of mine had a vision and he was in a service, about a thousand people in the service. And the uh, Lord asked him, do you want to know what's happening outside this building? And he said, he said yeah, I'd like to know. And, and he showed him all these spirits that were outside the building. And he said, what's this, Lord? Why are all these spirits outside the building? He said, because my people are going to drop the seed. They're hearing the word of God right now, but they're going to drop the seed. And the enemy knows that that seed has power. The enemy knows that seed is a force. The enemy knows that they can use that seed for evil purposes because we're not using it for good purposes. And so he said, they're going to come in after the people leave and they're going to take that seed. And so we, we don't want to drop the seed. People, when, you, when, you, when you're given a word from the Lord, even if, if the Holy Spirit highlights a word in the word with you, meditate on that word. Ask God, how do I activate this? How do I use it? And, and write that down so when you go into warfare, when you're a little girl, is no longer the Jesus girl, but now she's being destroyed by the enemy. You can go back and you can get that word and you can war with it. It's just like a person reading uh, chapters and scriptures out of the Bible time and time and time again until they can move with that truth, that knowledge. They can activate the word. If you have to listen to a program over and over again, do it and then walk in that truth. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the truth will set you free. Now, how does something set you free? How does truth set you free? It sets you free because it has power. Amen. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you're watching or listening to the warning program today, if you have to listen to my program time and time and time again, all of my programs, television and radio, are on my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. I encourage you, go to my website. We've done some great programs the last two weeks. Watch and listen to them. And if you have to, do it time and time again. Now, Dennis, uh, I want to touch on the orphan spirit. What is your understanding of the orphan spirit? Well, you know, I shared on, on uh, recently on the orphan spirit, and what I talked about was an experience I had in Africa. Okay. And I was taken to a, a large church, and after I had spoken in that church, I had a lot of people that came up that wanted prayers, a large number of people, and the Holy Spirit would show me where that person was at in, in reference to what their purpose was, what their destiny was, why God created them. And it was always much lower than where he wanted them to be at because he would show me where they were at than where he wanted them to be at. And I was, I was profoundly um, confused by seeing that over and over again. And the leadership of that church said, you know, we watched you. We heard everything you said. You don't know any of our people. First time you've been here, but we want you to know that you did not miss it once. And so that helped me to confirm that what I was sensing was right. And um, I called up a friend of mine who's on the uh, board of directors for Heidi Baker. And I said, uh, I said, uh, brother, tell me, what am I dealing with? He was raised in Africa as a missionary son. He served in Africa as a missionary. He said two words to me. He said, orphan spirit. And I thought, wow, that just rings true in my spirit. 
and and I really began to do a, a, a study on the orphan spirit and found out that it's a very, very powerful spirit, a very damaging spirit. You know, the purpose of, 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 of the cross was to bring us back into our sonship. The purpose of the cross was to restore us back to our original purpose, and that's to be the sons and daughters of God. Okay. And, and the enemy wars with against that. So a person who has an orphan spirit, why don't you give some signs so they know what they have and so they can deal with it? You know, that's, that's a really good question. And if you have an orphan spirit, you're really going to feel like you don't belong. You're going to feel like you're not really part of a, of a family or you're part of a, even an organization or a group. You're just going to feel like an outsider. And it isolates you. It, it attacks your identity. It attacks the core sense of who you are. Uh, it robs from you God's uh, original purpose for your life. In other words, you're, you're struggling. You're going through life, and you're trying to figure out who am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? You know, what? What am I? Why am I here? You know, they say that there's three important days in your life: the day you're born, the day you're born again, and the day you discover why you were born. And so, the orphan spirit is going to try to hide from you the reason you were born. Wow! Wow! That way it can destroy your present and your future. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to try to create an identity around what you do and around temporal things rather than eternal things. And so rather than having a, a, a spirit of sonship, which the Bible talks about, we have a spirit of sonship where we cry out, Abba, Father. Uh, instead of having that spirit, you have this, you have this other spirit that, that is uh, giving you a false identity, is creating in you a false sense of who you are, is creating in you a, 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 a sense of, of what you are in the temporal rather than who you are in the eternal. That's good, Dennis. Uh, we, and, and we can bring this back into the power of the seed in activating the word. Sometimes a person uh, initially might not have an orphan spirit. Maybe they've been blessed and, and this and that and had a father's blessing. But yet, because they don't activate the word, let's talk about if they work for an employer, uh, they don't activate the word. And so their employer maybe has to release them. And it's not they have an orphan spirit. They have not activated the word of God so that they can move with excellence. They can move. They can be taught. They can receive instructions. And so I, I think people, you know, if they activate the word of God, that will, in that respect, deal with that false orphan spirit. Well, you know, activating the word of God is, is critical. And uh, I also believe it's also uh, tied into uh, activating our relationship. Good. You know, we really need to press in to the, the word of God. You know, the Bible says, uh, come boldly into the throne room of grace. Uh, I knew for, for a long time, I had a hard time with that scripture. Sure. Because I wasn't confident to come into that uh, throne room of grace. But, you know, when you really begin to press in and there's always a resistance when you press in it's not it's not a, a given you have to you have to you have to give yourself to it but when you press in and you keep pushing in you keep pushing in and you say lord i want to be in your presence i want to be close to you then uh the as that breakthrough happens there comes a beautiful revelation of the fatherhood of god into your life there comes a beautiful revelation of the love of god into your life there comes a beautiful revelation of how much god cares for you and it begins to position you into sonship good 
So if a person will really activate the word, the power of the seed, that can deal with the orphan spirit. Absolutely, because uh, you know the what 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 causes darkness to flee is light, and when you have a person who is pressing in, and and you and you have that cry inside of you that's crying out, Abba, Father, I, I want to know you, I want to be close to you, I want I want to uh, I want to hear. Uh, the sounds of heaven. I want to hear the sounds of your voice. I want to hear, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a hunger. You know, uh, you know, the Bible talks about those who, who, who are, are taking the kingdom by force. There's a hunger in them. And, and I just say to you right now, I'm just going to prophesy right now that, that there's a hunger being released into your spirit. And there's a hunger that, that the Holy Spirit is putting inside of you that you're not going to be able to walk away from. And it's, and, it's, and it's a hunger for the kingdom. It's a hunger for the Father. It's a hunger to know Jesus. It's a hunger to know the Holy Spirit. It's a hunger to press in. And I release that into your spirit right now. And I just say you are going to press into the kingdom of God. You're going to press into the Father's presence, and you're going to know his love on a level that you've never known before. Amen. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, I know that there is such a need for the third great awakening. Before I took this uh, six-week, 25-state tour, uh, spreading uh, eagles saving nations, and and we need that so desperately to get back to Pentecost, we need a a third great awakening. I did three months of teachings on uh, the first and second uh, great awakening and how these movers and shakers, uh, they constantly were chasing God. They were never satisfied, Dennis. And so many people are satisfied with what little bit of truth they, they think they have and uh, or what they did at one time in their life. And instead of that, uh, rivers of water rushing and gushing and forming a, a river and a, a lake and, a, and an ocean, they're into a little swamp that is dead and dying and, and, and they stink and they don't understand. We need to, uh, a third great awakening, we need to align ourselves for the great awakening. Dennis? Amen. You know, I was sharing earlier uh, with Dr. Hansen that we have become aware of a group of uh, former drug, uh, of not uh, drug, but gang members. And these gang members have been filled with the Spirit of God. They are, they are actively pressing into the Lord. They're going through deliverance. They're, they're, uh, they, they're preaching a powerful message. And other gang members are coming to Jesus. And yet there are people who are coming alongside who have known the Lord for a long time. And they're trying to control this group. They're trying to put boundaries around it. And what I wanna, just want to say is um, we need to be ready for uh, the third great awakening. We need to prepare now, not not prepare when it when it comes, but prepare now. And so, one of the things I'm doing is I'm studying signs, wonders, and miracles. Some of the stuff, uh, Doctor Hansen, that you've been teaching, and absorbing that into my spirit and activating more and more of that inside of me. So when it comes, I'm gonna, I want to move uh, with the Holy Spirit. I don't want to go. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, gee, the third great awakening is here. No, I want to be at the forefront of it. I want to be moving with it. That's good. And uh, so let's just continue that theme a little bit, aligning yourself for the great awakening. Uh, so what does that entail? What do we align with? 
I think we align with the heart of God. I think we align with the word of God. I think we, we align with, with um, you know, his passion. Uh, we align with, with the spirit of evangelism. We align with the spirit of signs, wonders, and miracles. We align with the spirit of, of the Holy Spirit. And we just say, Lord, I, position me. In my, in my spirit, in my mind, in my thoughts. Position me for, for what you're doing. So what are we doing currently? Uh, we're sending teams out to evangelize. Uh, I'm working with an evangelist uh, in Texas. Um, we're starting to work with, um, with you, Dr. Hansen, for the evil, Eagle Saving Nations. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're just uh, asking the Holy Spirit, align us align us with those that we need to be aligned with. Uh, let us agree. See, all God wants us to do is agree with him. Amen. You know, we're, we can't create a wave. You, you can't go out to the ocean and, and, and take a board and make a wave come. Only God can make a wave. Yes. But agree with God that you're going to be on the forefront of that wave. You know, that's good. Uh, you and I, we, we watched a, a part of waves coming in. Uh, far enough back was the open ocean and, and uh, coming in uh, to the islands and the Puget Sound, and, but we still saw waves. Now, we couldn't create those waves. There was a power behind those waves. Yep. And we, we need to align ourselves with the power behind the waves. Dennis? Amen. And that's what, that's what um, our heart cry is. And so I was in a, uh, uh, a church the other day. And I was telling the people, I said, you know, do you want to have a visitation or do you want a habitation? You <laughs> That's know? good. And, and the spirit will come and visit if, if, you, if you're not prepared. But if you want him to stay, if you want the glory of God to stay, if you want the presence of God to stay, then we need to create a habitation. And so the pastor told one of his associate pastors, he said, now you start uh, setting forth the agenda for us to prepare for the third great awakening. So we need to align ourselves, as you mentioned, with truth, the word of God. We need to align ourselves with God's will. We need to align ourselves with the right people. You know, Elisha aligned with Elijah, uh, Joshua with Moses. We need to align ourselves with the will of God and the right people, Dennis. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think uh, what some people don't understand is that we have... Uh, like, um, let me put it to you this way, in a military way, we have generals, colonels, majors, captains, um, private sergeants. You know, we have, we have a structure in the kingdom of people. And, you know, if you're going to move with, with God in power, you're going to move and see the, the glory of God uh, manifested, you need to know who those people are. You need to know who the generals are. You need to know who the, the, the apostles are, who the prophets are, even the pastors, teachers, and evangelists. We need to know so we can have a proper structure. But here's the other side of the coin. Who is influencing my life? Are they godly people? Are they people who are helping to set my course so I can do kingdom in these last hours, in these last days? Or is it somebody who's having a bad influence on my life? And so there are certain people that you need to move out and there's others you need to bring in. And then you need to have voices that are sound prophetic voices, sound apostolic voices, sound people that you can tap into. And so, you know, uh, we were talking uh, this morning and we were talking about how many voices there are that are not kingdom voices. They have a sound, but they're not pure kingdom voices. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. I did years ago a message in a large church in Kingston, Jamaica, 
And uh, I, it was, are you a chicken or are you an eagle? So if you walk with the chickens and talk with the chickens and eat with the chickens, you become a chicken. But if you fly with the eagles and talk with the eagles and eat with the eagles, you become eagle. So association is critical to transformation, to anointing. Elisha, Elijah, Joshua, Moses, it's critical to hang out with people of faith, people that believe in miracles, the supernatural, not the naysayers. Absolutely. You know, if you just want to um, have a life and, and, and just uh, say, you know, get through life, but you don't want to impact people, you don't want to uh, bless the heart of God, you don't want to see kingdom manifested through your life, then, hey, that's, then, um, okay, that's where you're at. But if you have a different sound in you, if you've got a different heart cry inside you, if you've got a passion inside you, if you want to press in, if you want to get hold of what God has for you, if you want to move into glory, if you want to move into uh, changing people's lives, if you want to see pe people get saved, healed, delivered, and uh, you want to see the little Jesus girl being healed and, and serving God, you want, you want to see signs, wonders, and miracles, then I encourage you to line up with those people who are moving in the kingdom of God and they'll help release those things into your life. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching and listening to the Warning Radio Program, Apostolic Leader Dennis Moore, the power of the seed activating the word. We talked about the orphan spirit and the third great awakening. May God richly bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.